Welcome to the Easter Sunday podcast on Monday. <laughs> the like, Monday edition. It's like Spaghetti Tuesday podcast. on Wednesday. Yeah. Taco Tuesday on Lord's Day. <laughs> I am Alex. I'm Jace. And we're here to talk about football and the scores. Normally we try to do this on Sunday, but uh, it actually worked out great because we get to talk about uh, the Monday night game. Yeah, and I just want to hit on it and talk about it a little bit since it's fresh, and just talk about how fucking amazing Patrick Mahomes is. Uh, the first game that I've watched in entirety that wasn't a Bears game this season, anyway. He is must watch football. He he just he he does things that I've never seen a quarterback do. Yeah, never. He's unheard of in his talent and just the way he moves about. He did like a, a fake, he, he, he did like a jump pass pump fake, and then he turned around and fired a, 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 or scroll, or scrambled to his left and made a crazy like across the body throw. He just, he does it all. He, he can do anything that you ever ask for. Uh, if there's, if people are still trying to have a debate as to whether or not uh, Lamar Jackson is the best quarterback or if it's Pat Mahomes, I'm here to tell you, that's it's not Pat the Mahomes. debate. It's Pat Mahomes. By a long shot. And then maybe Russell Wilson. Yeah. And then, like, the rest of everybody else is way down here. Right. Lamar Jackson is a more entertaining person to watch in general, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Man, they're both, know. They're both yeah. fun to watch. Because Tonight, Lamar see, didn't have it. But. Right, yeah. You, you see, But you see more out of Mahomes, though. Because he can scramble and stuff to yeah. move. But yeah. he just doesn't do what Lamar does. He doesn't have that top-end speed, yeah. you know. And, and he's... Lamar Jackson might be the best pure runner in football. Right, Lamar is like, yeah, he's just a pure athlete that knows how to throw a football. Yeah, I mean, he's he's that the most thing, dangerous thing about Lamar has been the fact that uh, obviously he has that athleticism, the explosiveness, and all that. But you know, he's been pretty great in the passing situations as far as he can hit the uh, passes from the pocket and all that. He just didn't look comfortable today. They yeah. they played defensively. They played him perfectly. And once they got down by a lot, that's just not within the the, uh, the Ravens' game plan. They just don't know how to plan for that kind of thing because they're most about, they're mostly about we run the ball, we control the tempo, we let right. Lamar Jackson do his thing, get an early lead, and let the defense stop the off or stop the opposing team. And the biggest problem that they're going to face it probably from here on out, and they, they might that that might be the only game they lose this year, to be honest, because they're just yeah. an elite football team, but. They don't have top-end receivers. Marquise Brown is good, but I think he gets a little more credit than he deserves. Yeah, Because uh, sure. you can take him away from the game pretty easily. When he was with the Steelers, I had him. That's uh, the same guy from... No, who am I thinking of? <laughs> I uh, Antonio Brown, maybe? No, wait, yeah, I get the two. There's, there was Antonio Brown and Marquise... Uh, I can't remember. Know. I don't know. But uh, there was a... Uh, you know, I get the two former Steelers wide receivers. Uh, com- I combine them together in one like super receiver. In my mind. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. yeah, no, he was a rookie last year, so he's been Raymond only two years. He's been in. But... God, I can't think of him. 
<laughs> that is just that's all right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, he's really the only receiver they have too that's kind of worth a damn. Yeah. Uh, Mark Andrews at tight end, he's good, not great. I think he was he put up really good numbers last year out of necessity. They just again they don't have a lot to throw to. Right. Um, so when they get down, this is the this is the problem that they ran into in the playoffs last year against Tennessee. They got down and Tennessee just kept pounding the rock and it, it you know it, this is the game script they're going to have problems with all year. So this was a really fun matchup, uh, even though it turned out to be kind of not very close and the Chiefs kind of just outclassed them the whole mm-hmm. way through. It, it it was 34 to 20 I think and. It could have been so much worse, to be honest. Like they, the the Chiefs left points. That's off the with board. two turnovers yeah. by the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah, two fumbles, yeah. or was it just the one fumble? Uh, it was yeah. Uh, yeah, a fumble and something else. Another thing to mention, real quick, on Pat Mahomes, no interceptions. Mm-hmm. Has not turned the ball over himself yet this right. year. And for him to be putting up the kind of numbers he puts up and like still not be throwing interceptions, his efficiency is what wows me because you see this kind of. This guy who can chuck the ball deep and things, you just kind of tend to think he's going to be a gunslinger and he might throw some picks. No, he's not doing that. No. He's, he doesn't throw picks. And yeah, his ratio, like halfway through the <clears throat> game, was 30 to 0 yeah. touchdowns to interceptions. Um, yeah, in, in September. Oh. That was, yeah, for his career in September, that was his. Well, that's confusing it's, to throw that up. Right. It's insane. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. That's crazy that he's yeah. done that in three seasons in September. Right. But, yeah, he's he's unreal. Um, and I just wanted to hit on that a lot because, Jesus Christ. Like, And, you know, what's crazy is Lamar Jackson was voted the number one player in the NFL. You know, the NFL Network does that, top right. 100 or whatever. And he was voted number one by the peers, the players, you know. And uh, Mahomes was number four. And there was that point where they scored that last touchdown, and he starts counting with his fingers like this, just goes like that. And I think in the moment the announcers thought it was the touchdowns that he'd thrown, but he also ran for one, so it didn't make sense that he would stop at four. I think he was talking about, I'm only number four? Right. Are you sure? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, because you asked me before the game, do you think maybe Mahomes might get in his own head, all that kind of Uh stuff? Yeah, no. What, What was my response? You're like, no, you said something about the, the good people uh, take that and use it in their favor. The like, greats oh, of you, all time do yeah, that. You think you're better than me? Tell them They just find little slights, and they yeah. just hang on to that. Like, Jordan was amazing at that. He would just find the stupidest little thing. Right. Someone said something negative, and he'd use that as game fuel, and he'd come out and he'd put up 60. Right. He's, <laughs> he's an actual competitor. He's not somebody out there just for the fame and glory of it. Right. You know, making money. and uh, He's doing all he's that. He's got all that. He's doing all that. <laughs> he's doing pretty good on that for a competitor. He's yeah. who you want at the helm. Uh-huh, for sure. Like, it's, it's not even close. Um, I'm still pissed at the Bears for not drafting him. Just, yeah. You're supposed to know better than me. Why, why didn't you do that? It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, your job. I right. I see it. Yeah. Anyway, great. it was it was fun to watch. Uh, the Ravens obviously did not perform up to snuff. We kind of figured maybe it would be a shootout. Didn't really turn out that way. Lamar Jackson held to just 97 yards passing. That was yeah. kind of disappointing. I'm sure if you had him in fantasy, you're like, oh, what the hell? He's supposed to be the guy. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, but what, what did uh, – Mahomes finished with what was his stats for the game? 
385 yards passing, yeah. four four touchdowns passing. He also ran for two or for 20 yards and another score. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. A, that's a good day if you if you had him. <laughs> it's funny because there was a time, there was a point just because of the matchup. I was like, do I even consider benching him? And then like immediately I'm like, no. Because yeah. he'll probably come out and just dominate, and right. I feel like he'll give you a re- yeah, he'll give you a reason why you should never bench him. Yep. So yeah, he's uh he's the monster. Anyway, we've we've spent a lot of time talking about because it's it's the freshest game in memory that we have. We just right. watched the whole thing. It was just super fun to watch. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, we'll move on and we'll talk about uh, the first game of the week, which was the Dolphins versus the Jaguars, which does not match up in hype uh, <laughs> with the Ravens and the Chiefs. Uh, and it turned out to be a blowout. You figured these two bad teams maybe be a close game. No, it was a blowout. Um, and the Dolphins looked they looked really good against a really bad team. Brian Fitzpatrick looked really good. We don't need to talk about it. You know, the only thing you care about in that game is probably if you had James Robinson in fantasy, which I did. Uh, and and then, uh, Minshew's disappointing yeah, performance. Minshew was a very trendy pick to uh, start, especially if you know if you had like maybe a rough matchup. And I, I started him in a different league, and that didn't work out. But I still won. Yeah, so. I started. Well, I'm in one of the little mock drafts that I had done, and I'm following still. I plugged him in just to kind of, you know, that's where I flex my fantasy knowledge without repercussion <laughs> right. or you know being subject to ridicule. So I plugged him in to see what it would do, and it screwed me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll touch on some of the earlier games that, uh, I mean, so the Niners, they were missing something like 22 of their players, which I don't know if you know this, but there yeah. are 11 players on each side of the ball. Right. So yeah. that's basically all 22 of yeah, their starters. Like, right. Starting squad. Yeah. So they're well. A lot of them chose not to play because of the turf, right? Yeah. There was a, they they chose not to play some guys, and you know, but there were a lot of injuries. Obviously, yeah. they were missing. Oh, yeah. Jordan most Reed of their does best what players. he do. Does what Jordan Reed do, and he got hurt. Yeah. And yet, somehow, with it, with a lineup that looked like the kind that you would march out on preseason week four when none of the starters are in because you don't want them to get hurt. Yeah. They managed to absolutely destroy. <laughs> the New York Giants, thirty-six yeah. to nine. Jeez. It's not worth getting into much more, other than to say that the Giants are so much worse God than off. we ever thought they were going to be. Mm-hmm. And the Niners, I don't know if it's just amazing coaching or if they just have that much depth and talent. I, it honestly oh, so mind-boggling. Bad. I will say Nick Mullins is one of the better backup quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. He had a stretch a couple years ago when Garoppolo got hurt. He played pretty well. So. Um, yeah, I mean, phew, nothing else to say about that. We can talk about the Browns and Washington football team. The Browns gave them a pretty good spanking. Uh, Haskins, the quarterback, didn't play very well. The defense for Washington kind of took a big hit because they lost their number one overall, or well, number two overall pick in uh, Chase uh, Chase Young. Great defensive end. He's played really well, but he got hurt early with a groin injury. After that point, it was just a, a, a complete drubbing by the Browns and uh, so again nothing to talk about uh, Bengals and the Eagles the only thing I want to talk about is the fact that the Eagles are a bunch of fucking pussies yeah like for all of the credit that Peterson gets Doug Peterson gets as the head coach because he takes chances on you know he take chances on more fourth downs than anyway. he goes for two more than mm. they had a chance at the end of overtime against the Bengals this fucking 0-2 Eagles team decides they're going to 
run out the clock and set up for a 59-yard field goal. And then, of course, there's a false start, and there's like way less, there's less than like 30 seconds left on the clock. False start, fourth down. Now it's a 64-yard field goal, and instead of trying a 64-yarder with with Elliott, who had kicked like a 61 or a 62-yarder to win a game just a couple of years ago, they decide not to do that, and they punt it. Right. And basically just say, nope, we're okay with a tie. Fans don't get that excitement. The kicker never gets the time to shine. Let right, that let guy that shine in that moment. Let him swing. Even if, if he misses it. Even if he misses, yeah, you set up a the Bengals. or 64-yarder. Right. So nobody's going to get on your ass for that. On the negative side there, you might set the Bengals up to get in position for a game-winning kick. What? Who fucking cares? Yeah. You know, you're all in two. You got to take that shot. Yeah, and then the Bengals came in, and instead of trying anything at all, they just kind of run the ball and kill the clock, and they're okay with the tie. And I think part of that for them is just, well, that's kind of a win for us because we suck. Yeah, we didn't, we can't, nobody can say we lost, so yeah, that's a that's win for a win. us. <laughs> so they were completely okay with kissing their sisters. Fun yeah. stuff. Uh, the Patriots whooped the shit out of the Raiders, coming off of a really nice win against the Saints. But uh, the Raiders didn't get, or the Patriots didn't give a fuck. They didn't get that memo. Right. Yeah, thirty-six twenty. Uh, Cam Newton didn't quite put up the type of numbers that he did before, but it didn't matter because the run game was what mattered, and yeah. it was bad. It was bad for the Raiders. Um, yeah, they held Jacobs like nothing. They held Jacobs to nothing. They held Waller to nothing. Who mm. it was coming off of like thirteen catches for God knows how many yards and. Like I, I had posited that Waller, was, if you owned him in fantasy, uh, you probably were going to lower your expectations because Bill Belichick has a propensity to stop pretty much uh, everybody's best receiving player, but especially when he plays tight ends. Mm. For whatever reason, he is just great at shutting down a tight end. Yeah. So, yeah, that didn't work out. But as far as that goes, that's only fantasy. Who cares? Uh, we can talk about one of the craziest games that happened all fucking week we'll talk about the Rams and the Bills uh, because the Bills were up like 28 to 7 or something hmm. they were up big and then all of a sudden the Rams started to catch up just boom, 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 boom. just yeah. touchdown after touchdown and they ended up taking a lead 32 to 28 and then Josh Allen worked some magic and threw like a, a touchdown pass with the last 15 seconds left on the clock or something right. like that I think he had five in that game he was unreal he's played so well in like, if it wasn't for Russell Wilson, he would probably be the the top contender for the uh, MVP right now. Yeah. He's just playing Definitely. great. Um, yeah. It was a really good game between two good teams. Uh, the Bills continue to be hot, and I don't know, man. They're a good team, so they're, they're a fun one to watch. Uh, the Texans played the Steelers. Steelers ended up winning. It was a closer game than I kind of anticipated, considering how the Texans have looked kind of uh, underwhelming the past three weeks, or the past two weeks, I should say. Um, but they actually played pretty well. They just kind of ran into a pretty good team with Pittsburgh. And, and unfortunately for the Texans, they're 0-3 now, which is a tough hole to climb out of. Definitely. And I, all I really know about the Texans is I've been slightly monitoring David Johnson's performance, and he's been mediocre. Yeah. I mean, it shows in the record. It's it, Every game they play is making it look like the worst and worst decision to trade away DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. It just, it you know, yeah, that's a tough one to explain away. All right, well, let's talk about the only game that actually mattered on Saturday or Sunday. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about 
are Chicago Bears, Bears. going into Atlanta and absolutely shitting the bed for a half a game, just like they've been doing. Oh, yeah. Pulling out the ugliest wins they can, but damn it, they're wins, and we'll take them. They're 3-0 somehow, someway, by the skin of our teeth. The Chicago Bears are 3-0. Obviously, the biggest story from that game, Mitchell Trubisky got benched essentially just after halftime when he threw a pick. Big Dick Nick Foles walks in and kind of played like shit for the first few (laughs) First well, okay, is this plays. any better? And then it was. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he got hot. And the best part was, you know, obviously the Falcons are coming off of one of the worst collapses uh, in NFL history. <laughs> just <laughs> dropping it to the Cowboys yeah. last week. And just embarrassing and heart-wrenching failure fashion. Yeah, can they ever have a worse loss than being down by 15 points in the fourth quarter? <sighs> just to come back and... Give it away to the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, they yes, can, they can top that because at least the Cowboys that. have a good offense. Yeah, you know they were not on our. They're not on their backup and the quarterback. Bears were down by. Or no, the Falcons. Oh wait, yeah, Falcons had a 16 point lead, yep. and the Bears climbed back, beat them. These two straight games were like they track the win probability for each game for each game as it's going on for each team. Right. They were up at ninety. They were over ninety nine percent in the last two games, and they yeah. still managed to lose both of those uh, games. Like it's unreal. Uh, the best thing on social media today and throughout last the last you know hours of yesterday was Falcons Twitter and Falcons Reddit. Just yeah. looking at the misery of these fans, it was oh, <laughs> feeds my soul. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> obviously, if you've ever followed Matt Ryan in fantasy, you know he's good for touchdowns. So it's it's not really a problem of the offense there, I wouldn't say. I mean, no. If, no. if they couldn't stop the Bears' shitty offense, if the Falcons' defense couldn't stop the Bears' shitty offense, then there's really not much. They, they can't can stop do. anything. Yeah. They can't stop a league. And part of it, you know, they do have a lot of injuries. And, you know, that's, that's rough. But at the same time, one of the biggest problems they had yesterday was the offense started off pretty good. And then they're, you know, because Julio Jones was hurt. Yeah. And then the guy who had to fill in that role and be the number two instead, you know, because Calvin Ridley's obviously the number one now. Right. Uh, what's his name? Russell Gage. He got hurt pretty early in the game. And then once that happened, the Bears felt completely comfortable in playing man coverage all across the board yeah. because they felt like those receivers couldn't beat our guys. Uh, and then they would just double cover Calvin Ridley. And that just, that just, all that did was free them up to send blitzes and send pressure. Right. And it didn't help at all that the Falcons had a guy making his first career start at right I was tackle. Say, I was wondering if you were going to bring that <laughs> And up. he was blocking one-on-one with no help from a tight end or anything yeah. against Khalil fucking Mack. Yeah. And in all honesty, like he did as good a job as could have been expected. And that's to say yeah. that he got fucking right. run Destroyed. over. <laughs> like, like did, they, did the Falcons just not realize that or what? Because the announcers didn't seem to realize that you were the only one that was saying anything. Yeah, it was it was the weirdest thing. It was so crazy that they would just leave him in that much of a shitty situation. Yeah. Just no help. And then to top it off, they had that big lead. And, and Todd Gurley finished with like 80 yards. He was running the ball fairly well. Yeah. But they just stopped 
running the ball. Uh-huh. They just, and they stopped giving him the ball specifically. They had like 85 yards or something. Yeah, I mean, he was doing pretty good, and they just stopped giving him the ball. It looked almost exactly, well, obviously completely different situation, but if you might recall the 2016 Super Bowl, when they were up 28-3 to against the Patriots and Tom Brady, mm-hmm. they still blew that lead because they just refused to run the ball in the yeah. second half. And it just, it none of it made any sense. <laughs> if if I'm an Atlanta Falcons fan right now, I'm fucking, I'm through the roof. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to get handled. Calling for an overhaul. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I 100% believe Dan Quinn, the head coach, is fired by yeah. midseason at, at least. Right. It's gotta be. There's just mm-hmm. so much talent on that team, and exactly. all and these the years, not the players. All these years, and they just they can't win shit. Yeah. They just can't do it, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's bad. Uh, for our Bears, you know, watching Big Nick, Big Dick Nick do his thing, um, that was crazy. Yeah. Just you, know, you could just see it on the Falcons' faces, though. Just like the energy, they just mm-hmm. that first touchdown that, that Nick falls through for. They're like, oh god, here we go again. <laughs> and it happened. It just, they have no soul. Uh, no, no driving. Oh force. man, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was awesome as a Bears fan. Um, obviously, I, I don't know how much my heart can handle this, this up and down, all yeah. this bullshit. Right. If they could just come out next week against Indianapolis and just crush just them, blow them out of the water nice. from go, you <laughs> right? <know? laughs> Stop fucking around with me. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, it was a fun game. Um, is, if, unless you were a Falcons fan, then it was not a fun game. <laughs> um, and uh, the Bears are three and zero. Somehow, some way, we're three and zero. So three and zero. Super Bowl bound, baby. That's right. Um, so we'll move on from our team, and we'll talk about uh, another team that is in our division, and I'm very glad they lost. The Vikings yes. uh, managed to, to lose thirty-one to thirty to the Titans. They had a pretty good lead at one point, and. I don't know what happened. I, I don't understand fully what happened uh, as far as just, you know, I didn't get to watch the game. Obviously, we were watching the Bears. Yeah. Um, but they were up big, and, you know, Dalvin Cook was running. Figure you're killing the clock. Yeah. But it, they still managed to blow that Willie and yeah, that lose. that kid Jefferson had like 175 yeah. yards receiving yeah. on nine catches or something. They were fucking, they were having a great game. Yeah, it was like, okay. Like, if you just look at the, the statistics for the Vikings individual players, like, oh, they definitely won that. They blew no. them out of the water. No, <laughs> somehow not. Yeah, it, it, what it came down to, it's crazy to say, it's six field goals from fucking Steven Kostowski. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That'll do it. <laughs> Yeah, that was a tough one uh, if you're a Vikings fan, but you know they're 0 three, and I'm so glad because fuck them forever. Yeah. Um, hey, hey, uh, Kirk Cousins, you like that? <laughs> fuck Kirk Cousins, <laughs> fucking milk drinking son of a bitch. Yeah, fuck milk. Anyway, uh, we'll move on to one of the I, I would consider this to be an upset in all honesty. The Chargers losing to the Panthers. I yeah. I felt like the Chargers had the kind of momentum. I know they lost last week. But they played so well against Kansas City that I just kind of felt like they were going to carry that momentum, go into Carolina, who had just lost their best player far and away in Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Clearly, they're in rebuilding mode. It looked like they were going to be tanking for Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson. He's right in their backyard. Teddy Bridgewater had different ideas, though, and he played his fucking ass off. He played great. Uh, The Panthers were not really stopped at any point. They only put up 21 but prob- probably more impressive, they gave up only 16. Yeah. So it, it was. A, I watched a lot of that game, and Justin Herbert 
played pretty well. He had a couple of rookie mistakes, a pick here or there, whatever. Um, but the Chargers actually had a shot of winning that game at the very end on a, a you know just a desperation play with no time left on the clock. They throw it to Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen on like a hook and ladder situation tries to pitch it to Austin Eckler, and he pitched it poorly, and it just kind of hit the ground, and then they lost. But if he if he had completed the pitch, Eckler's in the end zone. They're yeah. just wide open spaces. It would have yeah. been. Oh, it would have been one hell of a play, but it didn't quite happen. Um, we'll talk about the Colts. <laughs> oh, man. Just absolutely crushing the fucking New York Jets because they're the know. worst team. pretty close. They're the worst team in the entire league, it's only 36 period. 36-7. 36-7. It, it, it's, it's honestly, it was worse than it even looked. Like, I didn't I didn't catch all of it. I would watch the red zone and, you know, they switch in and out and stuff like that, but... Maybe they initiated a mercy rule. Honestly, they probably should have at some point. The mercy, like from here on out, it should just be, oh, you're playing the Jets. Well, that's your bye week. Right. You get a win. If you if you get up twenty points on them, then the game's over. They are probably gonna go own sixteen, yeah. and if they don't, whoever loses to them should not be allowed to participate in football next year. Mm-hmm. I can say that because the Bears aren't going to play them. <laughs> How about the Jets just don't pers- participate? Yeah, well, they're not. Oh, yeah. They're actively not. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're all uh, boycotting. So fucking bad. They ought to call up Mark Sanchez. See if, just to, you know, completely just say fuck it. Right, just and give Colin Kaepernick another big middle finger. <laughs> Mark Sanchez is about to get another job. You can't. Yep, yep. Uh... So we'll talk about an actual good game with two good teams. Uh, the Seahawks played the Cowboys in what might have been the best game of the week. Uh, it was just a, just an absolute firework show. Yeah. Watching Russell Wilson is playing at such a high level. He's definitely the MVP candidate, like the number one MVP candidate right now. It's, it's, not, it's not even close. He's got 14 touchdowns. Man, he's getting laid now. That's what it, it boils down to. Well, there was the whole social media uh, efforts to let Russ cook. Yeah. Motherfucker's cooking. He knows what he's doing. He's, he's in the kitchen right now. He's yeah. cooking. Boom. He's got 14 touchdowns in three games. All right. Bam. That's almost five touchdowns per game. Yeah. It's unreal. What's he going to finish with 65 touchdowns I, on the year? At this rate, because the other part of that is they haven't been able to run the ball as well. So they just need to keep letting him throw, and right now, why the fuck wouldn't you? Yeah, now they're not going to be able to run the ball as well because Chris Carson got his leg ripped off. Yeah, oh, God, that was fucked up. Yeah. That was super fucked up. I don't I don't care. I, you know, I've seen guys who kind of play dirty. With you played dirty ball. I did. I played dirty ball, too. But, like, I never tried to end anyone's career. No. And that guy was trying to like rip his leg off. That was fucked up. Coach yeah. says it's unintentional. Bull Fuck it's Mike shit. McCarthy too. Yeah. Fuck him. Can't believe anything he said. Piece of shit. Anyway, he told him to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was a really great game. Russell Wilson dropping dimes from everywhere. Like just you know, yep. he would have had six touchdowns. Six touchdown passes if it wasn't for DK Metcalf getting Leon Levin hot. <laughs> he had the he had the pass. Over his shoulder, he's running to the end zone, and some and someone comes up behind him and just punches the ball out and get a yeah, touchback. He's slow stride. Yeah, he just kind of slowed down, and uh, yeah, it was it was a bad move on his part, but it didn't matter because Russell Wilson turned around and threw the game when he touchdown passed to him because yeah. mm-hmm. he had confidence. In it. So, um, yeah, I mean, 
it was a really fun game to watch. Just who who doesn't want to see two good quarterbacks? Like Dak Prescott looked really good. Yeah. And he had a shot to win it at the end. Uh ended up throwing a pick. But it was still a really good play by him because he's scrambling. He gets hit and he's just so close to hitting the ground, but he keeps himself up with one hand, comes back up, fires a ball on the run, just trying to give his receiver a chance, mm-hmm. and a guy picked it off. So, yeah. you know, you definitely can't blame that one on Dak. He played pretty well. If any, if anyone's getting blamed, uh, it's the defense. Yeah. You know, it's, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, um, good game. Uh, the Lions upset the Cardinals. I'd say that's a pretty good upset because the Lions have played like shit yeah. uh, going into this game, and the Cardinals have been pretty hot. Kyler yeah. Murray threw three picks. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that was four. Yeah, I, honestly, yeah, he came real close to it. And uh, at the very end, the Lions kicked a field goal, and that was game. Mm-hmm. So it was a uh, close game throughout. The Cardinals probably should have run the table on him. I'm still waiting for Kenyon Drake to get more than, like, ten points on the <laughs> fantasy team. Yeah, yeah, he's, he was one of the trendy picks to be a bust this year. Yeah. He was on my list of busts, so. I see why. Yeah, um, we'll talk about the Buccaneers completely destroying the Broncos. The Broncos, you have to feel bad because I, th- I feel like they're making strides and going in the right direction, but the, everybody on the team's hurt. Yeah. Their best player, Von Miller, hurt, gone for the yeah. year. Uh, their quarterback, Drew Locke, he's hurt. Uh, Cortland Sutton, their best receiver, he's hurt for the year, gone. No Philip Lindsay. Uh, it was just bad. And the Buccaneers, they have a really good defense, and obviously they have Tom Brady. Yeah. And a pretty good offense. Can't go wrong wrong with Brady. So might be old as shit, but he's still He's still Tom Brady. He's still the best quarterback that ever lived. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he played like it yesterday. Again, against a banged up, terrible team, but yeah. Um interesting statistic. Uh apparently only one other person I think has ever done this. Mike Evans had two catches, each of them for one yard. And for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two catches, two yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, that's uh, unreal. That's um, cool stuff. It was a pretty cool one. I was hoping you'd get three, just because yeah. I guarantee no one's ever done that. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, and just a quick hitter, because we kind of talked about the Jets a little bit and the Broncos and how they're both terrible. They play Thursday night. Yeah, and the most unriveting game ever aired. <sighs> It's just so perfectly Thursday night. Yeah. Like, I thought that the Dolphins and the Jaguars being on the schedule was just so perfectly Thursday night. Mm-hmm. This is somehow just, yeah, this, this blows it out of the water. They actually in terms of kind shittiness. of made that entertaining. Right. Yeah, At least you could watch Ryan aspect. Fitzpatrick do his thing. Yeah. Who, who's the star that you're right. looking forward to watching to, again in this fucking game? I can't think of anybody who plays for either team. Like, even mm-hmm. Le'Veon Bell's hurt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing. That's exciting about that matchup, but yeah, I digress. Um, we'll hit on the Packers and the Saints. This will be the last one we talk about. Uh, the Packers ended up winning 37-30. It was a close game throughout. Really, what ended up deciding the game uh, between these two teams that are led by all-time greats at quarterbacks was a mistake by a quarterback who wasn't either one of the two starters. It was mm-hmm. Taysom Hill. Right. And they bring him in for their gadget plays and all this stuff, and... and Sean Payton talked about how Taysom Hill's like he's their quarterback of the future, and they love Taysom Hill. And that, if that's true, why why would you bring in Teddy Bridgewater last year? Last year, why the hell did you bring in Jameis Winston? Mm-hmm. Like if he's that guy, and you feel like you can rely on him, right. game in game out for the Let future. Let Taysom cook. Why is he not out there? Yeah. You know what I mean? Why why would he? Uh, it's just it it's one of those weird things uh, where I think he's just talking up somebody. Yeah. Uh, 
but I don't know. They brought him in for like a gadget play. He tried to do like a read option, and when he did, the ball kind of was loose in his hands. It got knocked out, fumbled it, mm-hmm. completely changed the course of the game. Uh, otherwise, it was back and forth. And Drew Brees, um, he got the job done. He looked way better, but it, it's important to note that he's still averaging in terms of average depth of target. It's still lower than it's ever been, and he's always like, especially the last five, six years, his average depth of target is usually hovering about six or seven yards. It's not very far. It's usually toward the uh, you know last in the league type of stats, mm. but this year it's even worse. It's like four or five yards and I know that doesn't sound like a huge difference but it, oh, yeah. it's it's a big one but he still managed to obviously play really well uh, Alvin Kamara was a fucking nightmare to handle if you're a defense mm-hmm. he was just everywhere making crazy plays made a really amazing long catch and run it was great uh, but the story of the game for me is Aaron Rodgers uh, fuck Mm-hmm. As a Bears fan, it absolutely terrifies me to see that. Because I thought maybe he was starting to fade. Yeah. Last year, you know, he just didn't have it, you know. Uh, no, he's having one of his better years. <laughs> he was dropping 50-yard passes like it was nothing yesterday. Right, and to know that we're going to come up on him on the schedule sometime. Very soon, twice. We might have uh, the first <laughs> uh, non-zero. <laughs> How do you say it? We might, have, we might have that first L in that column. Yeah. If we don't have one, but it's gonna be a nightmare. Take out I just ravenous Colts. I was hoping, finally, that he would start to dip and maybe we'd have a shot at actually beating him. But yeah, of course we don't. So anyway, yeah, Aaron Rodgers played lights out. He was just throwing long bombs like it was nothing. Uh, even though he was missing Devontae Adams, it just didn't matter. He was still stellar, um, and the defense played just well enough to get the job done. Uh, it's a tough team to beat. It might be the best team in the NFC. It's probably between them and Seattle. Obviously, they're both undefeated. I'd love to throw my Bears in there, but I just... Like, who was that? You said so. Was, uh, yeah, the Bears was... are the worst 3-0 and team in history. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to the radio uh, in the car, and they were talking about, yeah, the Bears are probably the worst 3-0 and team in history. And I'm like, eh, I can't really argue with that. <laughs> But, but damn it, we're still, we're still 3-0. Three three and it don't matter if we win ugly and if we still make it to the playoffs and have a shot at it. Who knows, man? Mm-hmm. Who fucking knows? Right. It's just fun to it's fun to not hate every Sunday right now. Yeah. So it's uh you know, this uh this was a good week of football. There were some really good games. There were some games that were kind of fucking shitty. You know, obviously anytime the Jets are on the field, you just don't want to watch it. Right. They're just an absolute mess and it's it's gonna suck because I'll probably still watch most of that Thursday game, mm-hmm. but just because like, it's football. Just because it's football, and there's not gonna be anything else happening this Thursday that I'm gonna give a shit about. Yeah. Although playoffs are starting for baseball, so yeah. maybe maybe I'll say fuck it and just watch actual sports instead uh-huh. of some some people pretending to play yeah. sports. Hey, we're wearing the same uniforms. It might as well be the scrubs. From fucking the replacements. Right, this is like a Broadway version of an, of an NFL game. Yeah. It's like Stomp, but with big, well, black. Well, it's an off-Broadway yeah. version oh. of an NFL game. Yeah, it's like Breadway. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored by fucking Subway. Water Bread. Subway Breadway. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, that's the uh, that's the week in football. Um, 
Yeah, I should just about cover it. So that's football. That's football. That's football. That's football. That's my new catchphrase at the end of these things. <laughs> well, that's football. <laughs> Uh, I think we'll probably talk fantasy either tomorrow or, well, yeah, I think tomorrow just because we have waivers to talk about. Someday. But, uh, also, I I hate to say it, it has nothing to do with football, but we'll probably have to talk a little bit about the debate between Joe Biden and Trump. Yeah. It's going to be a shit show. (laughs) I'll tell you this much. I would rather watch the Jets and the Broncos <laughs> than watch that fucking debate. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it. Um, thanks for listening again. Uh, for those of you loyal, I don't know. I don't, I don't know who the fuck listen to this. All right. Probably but, nobody, but we're doing it anyway. We're doing it because it's what we enjoy. Uh, but, yeah, thanks for listening, those of you who do. Uh, again, if you ever have any questions involving fantasy football, um, Feel free to hit me up. I'm not an expert by any stretch, but uh, I don't have any life. I have nothing else that I do in life that's worth a shit. Um, so hit us up uh, either in Facebook or you could reach us at uh, award-winning podcast podcast at gmail.com. I will give you bad advice if you ask me. Yes, ask Jace. He actually gives the best advice. I don't know why he's lying. Mm-hmm. All right, thanks. Uh, good night. Good night.